0: From the former convent of the Good Shepherd, overlooking Inwood Hill Park in New York City, welcome to Inwood Artworks On Air. It's where we meet musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes who make their home in what we affectionately call Upstate Manhattan. I'm your host, Aaron Sims, and today we welcome photographer and activist Cristobal Vivar. Cristobal Vivar was born in Mexico to an artistic family. His father is a painter, sculptor, and jewelry designer. His mother a textile artist. His uncle created model buildings for architects and his grandfather was passionate about photography When not working as a minor After studying graphic design Chris became interested in animation and photography and graduated in working doing interactive websites and motion graphics for television In 2001 he immigrated to New York and photographed the social movements born out of the post 9-11 turmoil after becoming a father He pursued photography as a career and worked for the Inwood newspaper, Manhattan Times. His film projects were included in the first and most recent Inwood film festivals, and his photography was featured in Inwood Artworks Focus on Photography gallery exhibition. We're gonna talk about his work behind the lens and so much more, but first, let me welcome you, Chris, to Inwood Artworks On Air, it's great seeing you. Thank you for inviting me, Aaron. (laughs) You bet. Um, So, Mm -hmm. uh, I have a quote here from a writer named Gordana Jeljelcevic. Jel- yes, mm-hmm. she wrote. She, he. I don't know this person. She, she. I figured yeah. it was a she. But yeah, she's she, a neighbor. You, you, you never she's know. Listen to this. Podcast I've never met probably. her, but mm-hmm. when I, when, I be, <laughs> when people on paper for the first time. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I can't tell gender. Um, mm-hmm. Wrote the following. She wrote the following mm-hmm. of your work. Chris catches the precise moments when people connect mm-hmm. to each other, to their environments, to their own mysteries. A love of pattern and ritual, thrilling play of light, electric images that are potent and entirely alive.
1: What is your response to that? Oh, when I read that I thought it was very nice. I don't know if I can fulfill all the ambitions that's in, in that phrase, but it sounded like everything that I aspire to do. <laughs>
0: Mission accomplished. Okay, podcast over, everybody. We're yes. done. <laughs> Well, um, it's nice to have that kind of effect and, uh, and people have affinity for your work. Uh, and you, uh, you cross a lot of spectrums. Um, and, uh, I want to mention, uh, you, you said your dad had a passion for photography. Uh, My grandfather. Your, 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 sorry, your mm-hmm. grandfather had a passion for photography. Um, did that influence your work in a specific way?
1: Well, I didn't meet him. Uh, okay. He passed away before I was born, uh. But my uncle, the model builder for architects, loved photography too. He passed it to my brother. (laughs) It's like uh, contagious. Yeah. And um, Let's see where it all came from. And um, we actually did an amazing thing as a family. Uh, When I was like 12 years old, my dad... Sold a lot of paintings and decided, hey, let's go around the world, all of us. (laughs) So we traveled for five months. We went to India, uh, Nepal, London, upstate uh, New York. That's how I fell in love with this area. And my mother made a wonderful family album. Which is a tradition from my, from from her mother, my grandmother. Uh, she, they make these large albums, handmade. You know, it's not what you would, you know. They they buy the paper, they make the holes, and you know, put the, the screw through it, and then they they uh, placed the photos with the little, little corner um, stickers. But also all the uh, little things that are sometimes even more important than the photos, like the the hotel uh, ticket, the uh, newspaper cutout, the it's a scrapbook, a scrapbook, yes. And but they, they were really nice. My grandmother's albums are amazing, and they had an amazing life. They uh, they traveled uh, a lot to Europe. They uh, my grandfather uh, raised cattle. He actually developed a breed of cattle. And they had an incredible adventures. They, they were it, sometimes very fancy and something super raw out there, like trying to save, um, I remember that one, once they went during a hurricane in Veracruz to one of the ranches that they had uh, to save a container with bull semen. <laughs> where this is going folks <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know what it looks like um, but you know it's it's a tank of nitrogen with mm-hmm. with something right. else uh, uh, to yes, the cows. It. Hey, you gotta keep
0: it's the livestock. it's very valuable hey, it lives-
1: livestock uh, it's a big business you gotta keep it going you gotta keep it growing so they went there during a hurricane yeah. you were probably risking their lives and they went to do that and uh, so, so their album was very nice very interesting and and then um, my brother's photos that he took during that uh, trip w- were look amazing in that album. And, and I think I learned a lot from seeing that. It's like, hey, photos are quite important. And they, they kind of show the beauty or whatever happened d- during that, that moment. So... Um, so I, I was always taking photos, of course, was, uh, you know, from my toy camera as a, as a little kid, et cetera. But uh, I became more interested uh, later on uh, in when I was studying graphic design, I was the photographer, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, not knowing that that was what I was going to do mostly. I do graphic design sometimes, sometimes um, a little bit of motion graphics, uh, and now I'm doing more video. And you know I started when I was studying, and then I did um, this uh, time-lapse video, which is just a series of photos, and you selected it for uh, the first Inwood Film Festival. 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., right? Yes, and that's one of my favorite uh, things that I've made. I, you know, wh- once you make something that's good, it's like independent. It's yeah. like you actually. It's 8 PM like PM to somebody 8 else PM. made it, and yeah. you say, "Oh my god, that's that's really good." It was good. <laughs> I, I love seeing that one. Um, one day, I would like to project it at a gallery, just in a loop in a closed room. It would be nice. That would definitely work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with that piece. And uh, so, I started doing more videos, and then I participated again um, with another video. I forgot the name, which is about. Um, a group picking up garbage yeah it was like an envir- environmental video right yes yeah, it had a good name, I forgot, and then the latest
0: one mm-hmm. so you had this you had this video about the park uh and so you obviously you have an affinity for our area, so you visited upstate uh how did you find your way to inwood long story or short story <laughs> it was a short story
1: it 's only a podcast folks <laughs> okay. uh, well. I took a plane. <laughs> well, okay, that's gonna be a long story then. No, uh <laughs> I'm a New Yorker, I've lived so many places. I, I get but kicked up by high emig- rents and yeah. you when know? you immigrated here in twenty twenty
0: one you didn't come sorry, no. 2001, you didn't no, no, come no, no. here, right? You were no. here somebody
1: else. I I don't know, I've lived Chinatown, Prospect Park, Prospect Park again. <laughs> in the park. <laughs> uh and then uh, Bushwick, then Spanish Harlem, then Washington Heights, then here. And all those places have higher rents now.
0: <laughs> well, and so does here. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Right. Um,
1: but it was, you know, when you're downtown, you would never come here. Well, of course, you may come to the cloisters, right? Right. I, I, yeah. I've been. I was in the cloisters with my family. Destination. Eighty-five here, for yeah. example, but a little bit more. No, and I once came for a uh, Bulgarian music, music festival called Goldfest. Okay. I highly recommend it. Up here? I never heard of it. And they move around. Now they're um, in Prospect Park. I okay. don't know if that's a permanent so home. Okay. They're in February. It's like a really good thing to do in winter. I see. It's an amazing amazing uh festival of uh, with many musicians and it's a lot of fun. So it was here, well, in, in the uh, in Good Shepherd school. Gotcha. And I just remember like taking the subway for so long and finally getting out and it was night just like looking like it is a strange place passing by where I live now right next to the door. And then finally going in, it just felt very strange. Of course, it was night. If it, if it had been day, I would have been like, oh, <laughs> this is very nice. Um, but I never thought I would live here. Mm-hmm. And, and how long have you been here now? Uh, eight years, I don't know. Eight? <laughs> yeah.
0: Really? Only eight? It seemed like longer for some reason. Maybe.
1: I, I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> it's
0: best to think about sometimes. Well, um, as I mentioned earlier, you're... you're Personal photography is focused on political and social issues. Most of it focused on immigrant rights. Uh, if I recall, at our Focus on Photography show, we, we mm-hmm. printed one image 13 feet high of a DACA activist. Mm-hmm. Uh, another image showed a woman that was welcomed into a local church to protect her from ice. Um, as an immigrant yourself to the U.S., do you feel your background mm-hmm. provides you with this insight uh, to their experience to capture images that provoke both empathy and outrage
1: mm-hmm. with your subject struggle? Uh, well, um, you know, I was an undocumented immigrant. Yeah. So it was very close. It was very, very close. And um, uh, there uh, the demonstrations I go to are things that are close to me, of course, like uh, climate change or... Um, Immigrant rights in this case. And uh, so I, I feel bad about having a camera. It's yeah. <laughs> so like, where's my sign? I don't even know how to make a sign. I'm like, two hands? No, I I, I, I need them. <laughs> um, so I, I always feel guilty that I feel like I'm not participating. Uh, but a, a funny anecdote. Um, when... I, um, Reverend Billy and the uh, Church of Stop Shopping Corps came to um, Inwood to play, to sing. They're amazing, by the way, just incredible and a lot of fun. And And they were here to celebrate the victory of the uh, activists against the uh, Inwood rezoning. And they, uh, at one moment, they asked for all the activists to go up, and I, I was pulled in with and I was like, no, 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 I just made the movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, it's true. It's just a movie. (laughs) It's true, it's true.
0: But I understand, though, it's like, you know, you you just want to be yourself and then, but your camera allows you to, you know, add insight from your experience and perhaps find that kind of link, um, that intimacy, so to speak, with other people's experiences uh, at times.
1: That's what it should be, yes. I think I started reading Susan Sontag's book about photography and I was really depressed. (laughs) (laughs) She's pretty good. (laughs) No, no, no. But she says that, uh, I know like the thing that I remember most is that we were just voyeurs looking at, it's a very detached thing. It's just like you go and you observe and, um, yes, there is risk of that. Uh, But it shows when you're, like, really involved. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It definitely comes out through your work, that's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Um, So let's turn our focus on film, but it also still links to photography, because the film we're going to talk about, Udonisville, was a series of photos in many (laughs) ways. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it was the last film you made, which was featured at this past Inwood Film Festival. Uh, It is about the last week of struggle, to stop the Inwood rezoning, mm-hmm. um, activists argued that the rezoning would start rampant development in our beloved neighborhood. Uh, that would go against the character of the community and increase gentrification, reducing the Dominican community that makes this part of this Manhattan so special in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, what prompted you to take action to make this film? This is before mm-hmm. the overs. This is this is pre overturning the rezoning. This is. Yes. like there was like three different stages of it, and mm-hmm. this was I believe the first stage,
1: right there was so much drama on that no. <laughs> you know it all started with uh like the sherman um I don't know what its name is, but there's a in front of the uh, fort tyron park there's a former Building, it's no longer there because it's, Well, the Packard was, building was, I think it the was. Packard yeah, building I think is it was the name.
0: Packard building. I thought it was called the Packard building. I could be wrong. Sherman Plaza, I think they were the Plaza, Plaza. Sherman Plaza. Sherman Plaza. Plaza but was, I think it was an old Packard dealership, yeah. a car dealership slash garage mm.
1: that was mm-hmm. obviously defunct. Yes, and uh, they wanted to make a huge building there yeah, and uh, started there. And the work of the activists paid off. Yeah. At the very last moment, like the council member gave a, an hour-long speech. Well, that's what it felt like. Maybe half an hour. <laughs> and we were all like, like How long is gonna "What's going to happen? Yeah. What is he saying?" It, it's just like get to the end went already. Around and around <laughs> and around. Tell us. It's like he's he, We were all like, "Yeah, it's, he's going to improve uh, the construction of this building, which would be the the Trojan horse for yeah. more development," and. At the very last moment, and say, and because of that, I will not vote right. for this. Oh, everybody was ecstatic. <laughs> and then there was the Inwood Library, which is now a very tall building. Uh, it's a beautiful Art Deco building that everybody loved. And uh, they uh, are finishing a new building that the city gave for free to the developer in exchange of a library in that space and affordable housing and uh, we're all for affordable housing but it's a very abstract term and sometimes it's not applied well Uh, like today I asked some of the activists for more information about this they couldn't tell me how much it's gonna cost nobody knows yet how much these apartments are gonna cost sometimes it's very affordable uh, but often it's higher than the regular rent, and it's difficult to to apply for. Um, sorry, I lost my, my my train of thought a little bit there. But you're you setting
0: the <laughs> stage for your, your your film that you made, Udonisville. Oh yes, Like that, you're yes, you're, yes, you're laying yes, the foundation yes. for why. You oh made yes, the because film. There,
1: yes. So there was a lot of suspense and drama, and I wish I, I was a better storyteller because I think this should be done uh, with actors. Uh, because it was just uh, full of suspense and <laughs> surprises it was a long process over yes. two years um, mm-hmm.
0: and so that then the, then the mm-hmm. rezoning was overturned where they said we want actually two it's going it's going to they stopped it and they said they were coming up to celebrate the rezoning but then uh, unfortunately it, it it was appealed yeah. and the appeal was um, was was granted mm-hmm. to the um, the developers in the city to rezone the edc yes. i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> your name put the people's names there you're supposed to put in there mm-hmm. uh the rezoning is occurring we're living through it now um and so buildings are uh, the there's certain parts of the neighborhood now that are rezoned for specific height uh allowments which are mm-hmm. higher than six stories or five stories whichever was mm-hmm. before um and uh yeah, and so a lot of uh, the industrial section of the city, of the neighborhood, will be um, raised, uh, leveled and raised, to put up new buildings, new affordable housing, we'll see, mm-hmm. and perhaps mm-hmm. um, an immigrant research and cultural center as well. Oh, yes, well that, that was all, p- like, part it part was, like, that. a big deal. Uh, including put in, us in a museum, please. Yes, <laughs> and, and a new library. Well, the weird oh, yes. thing was, to me, was like, I just, I just mm-hmm. say it out loud, is that... Um, Grateful for all these things, of course, but um, you know, you had the library. They pitched the library with a cultural arts center inside of it, or a little cultural room. Then you pitched a cultural arts center with a library inside of it. And I was like, "Why don't you just make one library and make one full building the cultural arts center?" But I don't but, know. I mean, call uh, me crazy, just living here.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, and um, and as far as I know, that the money that comes from that. It's independent from the rezoning. It's yeah. It's pretty crazy. So uh,
0: mm-hmm. the neighborhood's about to go through a lot of different changes, and your and your film um, was was mm-hmm. taken with a whole bunch of photography. Uh, told that story. Told that story.
1: Yes. Well, I the I, uh, newspaper sent me to photograph several of the actions that were happening before that week was over, and um, uh, it was just. Uh, well, at one moment, I remember I took out my audio recorder, well, my phone, because I was like, "Oh, this should be film," <laughs> um, but I, I refused to to stop taking photos because when I take f- photos and video, I may, I miss opportunities on both ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I uh, fortunately I did some audio, and and that's the base on on one of the um, sections and i don't remember exactly when when i decided to make a a film but it was just like it's 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 it's, uh i hate to say it's an excellent story Uh, what i saw is a lot more than what i I tell in that very short uh, uh, movie Uh, but well i hope that you know it it gets people interested in on what happened and and and, you know activists are are the unsung heroes, right? If they win, sometimes they get recognized. If they lose, it's uh yeah. Everybody will forget them, but well, they did give a fight. You know, they they did it for like for 3 years. Yeah. And it was exhausting. And I think that yeah. that's
0: really the story here, to be honest with you, and thanks for mm-hmm. getting to it is that it's a story of a fight of 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 a neighborhood fight for what people in the neighborhood want. It's or from, the, from the activist perspective versus um, a political perspective. Something outside of the neighborhood being enforced on top of the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and and so you saw that struggle, winning and losing throughout. And I think that was the beauty of your film in many ways. Very 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 journalistic in a way, um, and just stating the facts without. Um, tampering one way or another saying this group is right this group is wrong even though you may side with the activists personally speaking i thought the film was very true in the way of saying this is the story like this is if you connect the dots this is the story of the facts mm-hmm. that leads to this of, yeah. of of how things actually occurred and thank god you did record some of that audio because you have that there so it, it it speaks as a testament to some of those scenes which is so excuse me some of those images and those scenes that mm-hmm. you put together mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, sometimes I, I think I should extend it. <laughs> well, if there's, if there's it, a director's yes.
0: cut, you want to add more to it, we'd we'll be happy to see it sometime. Uh, how, how have people responded
1: to the film? Uh, what's mm. your feedback? You? <laughs> Unfortunately, um, COVID seems to get me. Uh, the first time that it was selected for the Inwood Film Festival, uh, I remember you called me. I was about to enter to watch... Uh, um, to enter the film theater to watch um, *Parasite*, and you called me and you gave me the great news that it was selected. I was very happy. A few days later, or it was weeks later. Actually. Weeks later, <laughs> it was uh, postponed. We had our own because there was a pandemic. *Parasite* going on. <laughs> <laughs> called yes. <it>, call Covid*. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then, recently you told me, hey, we're uh, showing it this time. You know, after yeah. what, two three years? It was two years, yeah. Uh, and then for the premiere, I was I had covered myself. <laughs> the first time I got it, the great iron, and I'm very careful. I wear a mask everywhere except here. <laughs> well, you're,
0: we're in close quarters here, and everyone's been yes. tested and vaccinated here. So, so yeah, um, yeah mm-hmm. it's. It's unfortunate, but uh, I can tell you being in the room, mm. um, it was well-received. So, re- so it was
1: you can tell recent. me more about uh, what happened. Tell I, me. <laughs> I'll tell you.
0: Well, people watched it, and they cheered. And mm-hmm. you know what's really great, I have to say? Um, people forget. Um, Rezoning is mm-hmm. not top of mind anymore because the battle's over. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be buildings coming up, and the affordable housing question will keep looming, I think. Um, but as far as like the fight, that, that fight is done. Um, but I think it's important that you documented aspects and facts that people forget of how, the why, like the why things happened in certain ways. And you had, and and then the what, what happened because of the why. Uh, those are two questions that I think people forget. And when people talked about, for instance, you know, the um, the Performing Arts Center and things like that, you know, or and the library, uh, uh, or the sit-in at the office, um, those were, interesting topics that people oh that's that's what happened okay that makes sense that was a part of that so it's like people understanding the pennies dropping so to speak and like Mm -hmm. light bulbs going off on their heads of understanding why so i think it was a great thing to remind people because because we have been pausing for two years in many ways because of covid that the fruits of what you guys documented back then um are coming to fruition now as far as like like that library is going up now you know, mm-hmm. th- when you made the movie, the library was there; it wasn't wasn't destroyed yet. Mm-hmm. And now we have this as an example: this big library, you know, mm-hmm. twelve, however many stories ho- tall it is, you know, um, looming, and we're all kind of wondering, you know, what's going to happen. And um, and this is, you know, it's like a time capsule in a way of going back and saying mm-hmm. two years ago, three years ago, you made this mo- movie. This is what we were, you know. You could see in the future. This is what the, this is the future. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is the future of that time. So watching <laughs> yes. that watching that movie yes. like two years ago very was very interesting. So I think it's like for a lot Back people. to the Future.
1: It was, yeah. It was uh, it was fortuitous <laughs> in mm-hmm. some ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's very important for people to um, to um, know what's going on, and and of course, not everybody's an activist or will dedicate so much time because. Yeah, you know, uh, these people did a huge effort, very organized, um, lots of meetings, yeah. very stressful, disheartening at times. Yeah, and uh, and at this point, I don't know if obviously I don't think anything can be done. But uh, that question of affordability. Oh my God, it's like the it's how can we be manipulated? So easily with that, it's not determined um, what it is. So for me, affordable is something. If for somebody that makes more or less, it's something else. Everybody just yeah. uh, puts a tag, uh, price tag on, on their head what it is. Yeah. Oh, it's affordable. Oh, That's wonderful. Yeah. And uh, the reason that um, it doesn't work well is because the map that determines what is affordable is not this based on z- zip codes. Mm-hmm. It's ba- based on uh, maps created by the federal government, and we have the fortune to be in a map that includes Westchester. Yeah. So Westchester is v- quite wealthy, and that brings up yeah. uh, what affordable the is going to be for us. Um, right. Um, however, I've seen other buildings uh, uh, that are affordable, like. $300, $500, uh, you know, a lot of uh, homeless people will be able to live in, in, in these, those right. places and, and people that don't have the means. Uh, but a- affordable in Brooklyn, it's like $3,000 in some places. Sure. It's like, no, that's not affordable right. for almost anybody. Well, it's a
0: socioeconomical <laughs> question that needs to be addressed more than anything else about, you know, mm-hmm. and with inflation and everything now too, there's a lot of talk. Um, but, you know, Upper, Upper West Side was the greatest example lately with the whole, you know, they put they used a hotel to house homeless people in the Upper West Side, you know, and it's funny, like, these a lot of people who are consider themselves very liberal are like, yes, we want to love the homeless. We love everybody. You know, we stand out for the little guy. And then when they put him in the hotel next door and they see people who are mm-hmm. not of means, having a people who are down on their luck, living next door, walking on the sidewalk next to them, wasn't so well received. It was a little... Hard pill for people to swallow, Um, and it has nothing to do with um, Mm -hmm. the people themselves. It's deal with with they can't afford more than X because of whatever their their deal in life has been. Um, So, yeah, it 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 takes a lot of understanding, a lot of educating, um, and uh, it'd be interesting to see how the neighborhoods um, will be rezoned and um, and sorry, do the rezoning. They'll benefit from social projects. Um, they're just actually releasing a 988 number, I bet. I think I heard for uh, social and mental benefits. Okay, like, how are you dialed 911? Mm-hmm. There's now a 988 that you can dial for um, for help for suicide prevention and mental health issues. Um, so, uh, you know, mental, coming out of the pandemic, well, we're still in the pandemic very much, folks. We know this. Mm-hmm. But hopefully we're coming out of it a little bit at a time, clawing our way mm-hmm. through it. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who are going to be very down their luck. We need to take care of them. Um, so just curious if mm-hmm. that's a project or do you have other projects, um, <laughs> activist projects that, or community mm-hmm. Inwood projects that you're embarking on next?
1: Mm, I'm not. Uh, uh, right now I'm quite busy uh, with work, just regular work. Uh, I think it's going to be a while before I start something new, but I, I will go out and photograph the fireworks, for example, and that's something I do pretty often.
0: That's the Dykeman fireworks, so, folks, here yes. in Inwood, <laughs> which is its own event in mm. itself.
1: Yes, yes. It, it's, it gets pretty wild out there, and, and I like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: l- yeah. l- a little, little taste of, uh, of Unbridled the Wild West, mm-hmm. a little untamed out there.
1: Yeah, you never know if uh, the firework will, for some reason, decide to f- fly towards you, right? You get a great <laughs> shot,
0: but you also might lose an eye, huh? <laughs> yes,
1: wear, wear the camera in front of your face, for sure. Exactly, exactly. <laughs>
0: Um What was I gonna ask you? Um,
1: well, I, I actually did a, another project um, that I love, which was kind of like, speaking about mental health, right? Yeah. Um, so the pandemic was very tough on everybody and you know we're so lucky to live here uh, and you know, just going to the park was such a relief. Right. right. And uh, I started the uh, paddle boarding and which is a, like a surfboard that you stand on and, and with a long paddle you move. Mm-hmm. So I discovered the water around the area and it turns out we live in a even bigger paradise than i thought. We are on an island. <laughs> yes. And the water is clean despite what some people will say. The canal is a little bit dirtier but uh, the sun is, is just beautiful. And i started um uh, my my son was very interested in in the divers that jump from sea rock. Sure. And um i i took him i took him there once on stand up board. and uh, and then i thought oh this is a nice view and an important view because it's the north tip of manhattan and the place where manhattan was bought and you you usually think of new york as a lot of buildings but this is uh, water and nature and uh, I, i did these panoramas one for each season i would go back sometimes two three times because i i wouldn't get the right light or conditions and uh, that's something that i really enjoyed doing uh, th- those photos are very special for me and uh it was an amazing adventure actually i, I in winter i climbed up to Sea Rock. i wouldn't go to the very top uh it's a little bit lower and in in the last photo I took, I asked a diver to to jump. So unfortunately, you don't see the drama of a 50-foot uh, fall into the water or dive into the water. Uh, but for those that know what's behind that, it's like, oh shoot, he's jumping into the water, which is really far away. Right?
0: Which many <laughs> kids have died doing, by the way, over the years. Um, so and he's I, I, gonna, I actually uh,
1: saved somebody uh, did. with a friend. We were paddleboarding, and we were hearing these sounds as we were coming in from the Hudson. And then all of a sudden, we see somebody by Sea Rock. It's like, oops. So we paddled as fast as we could, and we got him out. Wow, great for you. Um, it, he, it's The current's tough over there. Uh, I think people just freak out about the current. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like the subway. If you get into the subway... Yeah, get off on the next station. Don't try to run back to where you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go with, don't fight, don't fight the current. Yes. Yeah. So, so he was fighting the current and yeah. was exhausted. Sure. And he was asking for help. And, you know, it's very difficult to see somebody that's in the water. Yeah. And they were boats passing by making waves for him, making it really hard. Yeah, the wakes are tough there, too. It's not, mm-hmm. it's just a very narrow channel, considering. Yeah. I think with more, uh, well, of course, you, the city's not going to put up signs saying, hey, if you take... This, if the current hey, if you takes think about you, breaking the law, don't uh, do that. We all die. <laughs> <laughs> Safety tips uh, yeah. in case you do this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that sounds
0: like a great project to work on uh, around the sea rock and the, and um, and those panoramas. We're looking mm-hmm. forward to. We'll, we'll put them. Um, we'll put them on the uh, video version mm-hmm. of the
1: podcast. Great. And so we'll yes. share. We'll share them with. Yeah, well, one day I would like to print them big. Yeah, really big. It does <laughs> like a good gallery show, and, yeah. and not in. Uh, photocopy paper like I did with the 13-foot photo of no, the DACA activist, They would have to be printed in a real printer. Yeah. And uh, because the files are huge, sure. you know, they're taken with a pretty high-resolution camera, and it's a lot of photos. Ta, 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 ta. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 30 photos. So wow, it's amazing. They can be printed really big.
0: <laughs> so they like, a great show we should do sometime once we get mm-hmm. our gallery space back.
1: Okay. If we get uh, a gallery space please? back with yeah. this...
0: Well, how about some rezoning for some art space? How about that, folks?
1: Well, maybe we, we'll, we'll get at the Immigrant uh, Museum. Yeah, what was it? Museum, yes. Cultural Arts Center. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Hey, you're an immigrant. You 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 qualify. I do. You, yes. should, you should should knock on their door saying, hey, mm-hmm. how about me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, well, Chris, as always, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Um, before we say goodbye, where can we go to find more about your current and forthcoming projects? Where's your website?
1: My website is my name, Cristobal Vivar dot com and i also have uh, another website for my commercial photography vivar photo like my last name and you can also find me in instagram for vivar photo uh send me a message if you want to see more photos because i haven't posted lately (laughs) that's why i have a website Uh, put yourself up there uh
0: well Mm -hmm. listeners you can find those links in the description of this episode Mm -hmm. uh Thank you so much, Gustavo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great seeing you, my yes. friend.
1: Well, thank you so much, Aaron. Yes. You bet. <laughs>
0: you bet. Uh, this is Inwood Artworks On Air, uh, Special Artist Spotlight Edition. It's where we meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes that make their home here in Upper Manhattan. If you have a moment, please show us some love right now by rating and reviewing this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps. Many thanks to Church of Good, Good Shepherd here in Inwood NYC for hosting us and to Hidesites.com for local Uptown promotional support. You can support On Air and all of our programming by making a tax-free donation at inwoodartworks.nyc backslash donate. Be sure to follow us on social media at Inwood Artworks to keep up all that we do, which includes the Inwood Film Festival, Filmworks Al Fresco, art galleries, live performances, and so much more. Inwood Artworks On Air is proud to be supported in part by public funds from the New York State Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with the City Council. From the top of Manhattan and the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Aaron Sims for Inwood Artworks On Air.